coffee and your Bible. January the 10th, the year of our Lord, 2023, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts and Josh and Charles. Where's this thing at? I forgot where it is. There we go. There we go. All right. Praise the Lord. We're going to sing a song or try to sing a song called He Reigns, right? All right. And today we're in Revelation 21.
and all the powers of darkness tremble at what they just heard. Cause all the powers of darkness that can't drown out a single word. And all the powers of darkness tremble at Well, Mama, we did it. Well, I know, y'all. y'all. I forgot some words, but we did it. We missed the first words because I didn't get in here talking to all that song. And I take full responsibility, but it still felt good. <laughs> Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glad you're here. This is Daybreak Live. Little Bible study Tuesday through Friday. Every week, Tuesday through Friday. Every week that we're here, Tuesday through Friday. I'm not should say that. Uh, a little Bible study. We go verse by verse through a book. We have been going through the book of Revelation now for some time. We have reached Revelation chapter 21. Before we dive into scriptures, I'm hoping all of you have got your Bibles open there. But before we dive in, I just want to say what a weekend that we have. Man, God has just really... Uh, been showing up at services and gatherings, and I am so thankful to the Lord for that. Uh, God is awesome, and I'm thankful that He is showing up. We had our send-off service Sunday night as well, and the Lord was with us there. And uh, you know, we'll be heading out Friday night, late Friday night. We'll be heading out. I am flying out uh, somewhere around midday. We'll arrive, Lord willing, in Honduras. And then we will spend a week down there. Uh, I'm not sure uh, how much I'll get. We won't do daybreak next week, but uh, I'll be able to do some, I don't know, some updates or something uh, on these channels where you can get them. So anyway, be praying for us, please, as we go to Honduras and uh, with a mission team of 20 people. And uh, we get down there and try to love on people for the Lord and with the Lord. But yes, we had a great weekend. Let's dive in. Now we're in Revelation chapter 21. As these guys get situated. He says, I'm going to go ahead and read five verses, then we'll back up and talk about the beginning, I suppose, would be a good way to do it. Let me jump over here and see if anybody's on chat. Now we are now 
um, broadcasting on five different places. And so we're broadcasting five different places, live, video live, and then we are also, Daybreak is also a podcast. So thank you for being here. He says, now I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he, sat, he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Hallelujah. So we'll stop there. I think that'll probably get us through our little Bible study today. But as we came out of 20, we, we, what we studied in chapter 20, 19 and 20, 19, we looked at the battle of Armageddon and the return of the Lord. The, the Antichrist and the false prophet are put into the lake of fire. The devil was put into a bottomless pit. A seal was put on him, and there's what we call the millennial reign took place. The millennial reign... Those uh, who love the Lord and, and serve the Lord comes to life, and they reign with him for a thousand years. At the end of that thousand years, Satan is loosed out of his prison for a short time. He deceives the nations or goes about to deceive the nations, and when they turn against God, God destroys them, and it is over and we enter into what's called the great white throne judgment. We've talked about all this last week. I'm quickly recapping the highlights. Satan is cast into the lake of fire where the beast and false prophet are. They've already been there a thousand years by this time. And the throne of judgment takes place. Death and hell, Hades, deliver, so the 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 resurrected bodies of dead unbelievers and the spirits of unbelievers come out of Hades and is resurrected with unredeemed. Uh, it's a resurrection of the unjust. And they stand before God. Now then God does away with death. He does away with Hades, the spiritual prison that holds spirits, is done away with. They're cast in the lake of fire. And then everyone is judged according to what's written in the books and it said, in every name, every name that was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire, where the beast and the false prophet and Satan is. They're going to be tormented day and night forever and ever, according to the text we read. That stuck with me this weekend in my preaching as well, because I've realized that after a little period of time, it seems like I become lax on, I don't know, if, I'm not saying that I forget, I don't consciously forget the fate of unbelievers 
and unsaved, but sometimes I think it doesn't hit our hearts like it should. And this weekend, uh, thinking about that really affected my preaching as well. And so that brings us to 21 when we see a new heaven and a new earth. Now, I want to read something from Ezekiel to show you that this is fulfillment of prophecy as well. Here in Ezekiel chapter 37, I'm going to read verse uh, 27. It says this, My tabernacle also will be with them. Indeed, I will be their God. They shall be my people. The nations, now, I will be their God. They shall be my people. And then it says, The nations also will know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel when, I, when my sanctuary is in their midst forevermore. And so we see that was just one example of many prophecies about the coming time when God dwells with his people forever and the nations bring their glory into it. We'll see this later in 21. There are still nations, plural. God creates nations on purpose and he has a purpose for everyone. Thank you, Lord. But when we look here, it says, I see a new heaven and a new earth. First heaven and the first earth had passed away. A great debate has been in the church for years and years and years. And as I've shared with many other debates that take place, there's no way that I can settle this debate here on daybreak as well. But there is a, day, uh, a debate that rages to whether... Uh, the, the the difference is will the will the earth be renewed or will it be like will it be baptized in fire and totally made new or will it be totally annihilated and and this is people and I'm going to say that um, sound Christian brothers and sisters hold both sides because some scriptures teach us that the earth never goes away. And just to give you one example, Ezekiel, I mean, Ecclesiastes 1.4 says, uh, one generation comes, one generation goes, another generation comes, but the earth will never pass away. It abides forever or something to that effect. Uh, so there's many that says that they'll never go away. Then other scriptures, it sounds like God is saying that they will go away. Let me read you one of those. This is 2 Peter, probably the most famous one. This is 2 Peter. And let's say, let's see, therefore, I'm just going to start with verse 10. So I'm in 2 Peter, and I'm in chapter 3, verse 10. The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with a fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. That's what it says. Is that what's it mean? Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the great day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire? and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we look, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth which in which righteousness dwells. And so 
it sounds like Peter says the elements are going to dissolve. So what does he mean? And so if you study this out, I don't know if you've ever taken the time. You know, maybe you've just been on one side or the other of it and you never really studied it. But you can find scriptures that seems to say it's all going away and scriptures that seems to say it's not. Now, I'm going to tilt my hat because I always let you know where I come. That doesn't mean I'm right. But where I fall is on the side of renewal. Now, let me tell you why. Here in Revelation chapter 21, it says the words pass away. When it says pass away, it's the same Greek that is used in the Corinthians letter, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, when it says, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things, old things have passed away. All things have become new. It is the same word used. Now, that word can mean totally destroyed, totally gone away, or it can mean totally renewed. In the same way that we are born again, a new thing happens with us, and we are a new creation. We are a new person if we're truly born again. However, we still live in a body. And in this body, there's this period of time to where we live in this body and we bring it all under subjection. I think millennial reign. <laughs> Just follow me here, spiritually. But then there comes a time when we must lay this body down. When we lay this body down, the Bible says it's a seed of what's going to come. So it's laid, it, it goes, a, it's a corruptible body, it's a mortal body, and it's raised an immortal body. And we get a new body. We sing this, right? I'll have a new life. I'll have a new body. I'll have a new body, but it'll still be my body. That, it'll be a brand new body. And according to Paul, this body is a seed of the body that will come. I think in that way, this is just my opinion, that that's what happens with the cleansing is that the earth is a seed of what will come. And God makes a new earth. And it is brand new, but it's really brand new. I mean, in other words, it doesn't seem to be, as I read scriptures, and, and my opinion is, that he just like totally destroys earth and he goes somewhere else and makes a whole new ball for us to live on. It seems like we're here, but it's changed, totally changed. I mean, look here, it says, also there was no more sea. What does that mean? No more sea. We said, well, sea, water in the, in the book, Revelation, seas, waters represent nations, multitudes, languages. And I would say, yes, it does represent that in the book. However, as you as we study Revelation 21, all the nations bring their glory into New Jerusalem. And so there's still nations. And so it doesn't it seems like the most the easiest way to interpret to say there's still bodies of water, there's still fresh bodies of water, but the earth is changed. The structure is changed. And there will be a there'll be a need for more land because there will be more people. Think about the growth in a thousand years through the millennial reign. Hallelujah. And so here's another reason. is because in Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul talks about uh, all of creation groans. Not just our bodies, but all creation groans because it's all in bondage waiting for the redemption 
okay, waiting for uh, the deliverance from bondage. And so Paul paints a picture that not only not only is it us and not only is it animals that are in bondage, but everything has a bondage upon it that's going to be released when God, uh, at the manifestation of the sons of God, when there's a renewal that takes place. So, then he says in verse 2, it says that I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. So in other words, after the earth is baptized by fire, I would say a baptism of fire, a total cleansing, a total renewing, a total restructuring that only God can do. Uh, think uh, Holy of Holies or think uh, Garden of Eden. I guess mostly I think Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden. That the whole world becomes the Garden of Eden. Okay? Now, let me say this, saying all that. Some of you, maybe some of you say, well, no, I think he's going to make another planet out there and he's going to take us all and put it there. Well, if he, he may, but I just don't see that. Uh, what do you think, Brother Charles? You, no, I don't think so. I don't think so I think either. he's going to cleanse this one. I think he's going to cleanse this one. I'm glad. I didn't even know what your opinion was on that. <laughs> so I feel, I feel good about that. But I really do believe that's what's going to happen. God's going to totally baptize, cleanse this land. It's going to be a paradise forever. And then the city of God, New Jerusalem's coming down out of heaven from God. And what I think we're reading in, in chapter 21 up to verse 8, remember I've shared with you as we study the book of Revelation that Revelation is chronological and it has parenthetical sections. Now, I'm thinking 1 through 8 is still chronological. It's telling us what is happening right after the millennial reign. Then when we get 9 and we go all the way over to 22, it's like it backs up and gives us more explanation of what's going on and what's happening. So now let's look at this. The city, holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now this is in direct opposition to Babylon, the, the, the harlot city, the unfaithful city. This is the faithful city. This is the holy city. And it's, it's a, a juxtaposed to, I mean, that's, that's why it's called the bride. This is the pure bride, the holy city, God's people coming down. Hallelujah. Now look at this. We sing about this all the time. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. He will dwell with them. He's going to wipe away. And here's where God himself will be with them. He's going to be their God. And God will wipe away every tear Wow. From their eyes. In this time, there's no more death. Death is gone. How, can somebody say hallelujah to that? Amen. There's no more death. Amen. There's no more crying. What about, what about wipe away tears? You know, I've wondered sometimes, will we still have tears of joy when we behold him? When he says tears, does it mean all tears? Is it just, I don't know, but I definitely believe when it says this, look, it says God away. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, sorrow, or crying. So definitely the, the crying that comes from sorrow and pain and death will never be seen again. 
No more pain. Hallelujah. Come on, Brother Charles. No more pain. Hallelujah. No more no more knee that's hurting. No more uh, no more rotator cuff that kills me when I'm sleeping. No, no, none of that. New body, eternal body. Because everything has passed away. There's no more pain. Former things have passed away. Hallelujah. Yeah. Our time is up. God is good. This is what's coming. Amen. Amen. I'll have a new life. I'll have a new body. <laughs> now, you get your new body, by the way. We get our new body, but, you know, you believers, you got your new body by the millennial reign. Okay? And it's going to carry on with you. But that's going to just be awesome. And he's, But now he's telling us the state of the world, the state of the world, because it's at the end of the millennial reign that death is done away with. And so praise God, no more death, no more crying. God is so good. And we're going to hear him say, it is done. It's like Jesus on the cross when he's talking about everything that needed to be done to redeem mankind. And when I say redeem mankind, whosoever believeth, he says, it is is finished and here in 21 we're going to find that same word now that everything is done it's you know it is done another way of saying it is finished hallelujah i hope this is a blessing to you this should bless you that you know that you have this to look forward to all of your loved ones have this to look forward to right now in this time death is everywhere you know, the funeral homes are full right now, okay? And people are crying everywhere. But it's just temporary. It's just temporary. God's taking care of all of it. Hallelujah. Y'all got anything you need to say? Anybody? No? Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us for evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, guys. See you, Lord willing. We will see you right here again tomorrow.